You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another amazing Cooligans episode. Dude, this one is going to be sick. Oh, my God. All right. Because- this is a musto listen. <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay. You need three horns for that uh, one, thank bro. You. Because that was a crowd wild. <laughs> that was an absolute banger. Yes. Robbie Musto of uh, uh, NBC Premier League uh, coverage uh, is going to be joining us in just a bit. Dude, it's crazy. Just, and then that's it. Just the homies coming through. That's in it. studio, not fun. I was like, nah, we can't. Even, we can't do this over Facetime. No, he was like, why don't I do this? Why don't I dial in? I said, nah, not allowed. <laughs> okay. Also, we don't call it that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I know you're gonna. You you can't use a video on your rotary phone, Robbie. <laughs> nah, you can't. Not work. He got that phone where it's like the one thing to the ear, and he's got the mouth on there. Boom. How would you chaps like it if I dialed in? <laughs> no, uh, but this is incredible. What an honor to have him in studio, hanging out. And hey, look, we know MLS playoffs are happening here's what we're gonna do thursday's episode all the first all the first match days right. will be done we'll talk about it all then I, I too cannot believe sporting kansas city won all right what is going on <laughs> remember when i bet on st louis to win the whole thing come so, on man so uh we will uh give you all the coverage of uh the the, the first round of mls playoffs uh on thursday so uh, make sure you are uh you know you come back for that but yes robbie musto uh hung out with us and we're going to be talking to him some dope stories man uh, a little bit and it's yeah you you, you guys are going to be uh you know big big fans of this episode nobody and even bigger it. fans of robbie musto everybody loves him already but you're going to find a way to love him even more exactly you know? all right so um uh, just a reminder everybody make sure you subscribe here on uh, on youtube uh if you're listening to the podcast please hit the subscribe button uh download the podcast tell your friends let people know we've been you know alexis was just in canada for canada uh the the, Can- the canadian premier league final the Grand final, bro. La, la gran final, eh? That's right. Eh? <laughs> Finale. Uh, That's them speaking Italian and Canadian at the same time. Okay. And uh, a lot of, they were uh, Cooligans fans uh, showing, Tons, you, showing you a lot of love out there. So that was really dope. So we'll, uh, you know, we'll talk about that as well because I yeah, haven't yeah, really yeah, heard yeah. all the stories. Oh, uh, we've got to hear some crazy stories. On man. Thursday, well, what's Canada like, Alexis? Yeah. What's the healthcare yeah. like up there? Bro, <laughs> they rub round bacon on anything you break. <laughs> I don't think people really know that about their healthcare. So uh, subscribe on YouTube and shout out to everybody watching on, on DraftKings Network uh, and whatever, Samsung TV or whatever, wherever Thank you're watching. You, we appreciate you. But, uh, we love yeah, you, man. Uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe button right before uh, Robbie Musto joins us. So uh, everybody, uh, we didn't even say our names. I'm Christian Polanco, that's Alexis Guerrero's. buddy. Okay, we have to do that stuff. Glad uh, that's been established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well. Some that people, was Mike. Some people were concerned. Uh, but uh, let's go. Uh, Robbie Musto in studio right now. Here we go. When we say legends only. Exclusively. Bro, we obviously mean it. If you are listening, you don't know who it is yet. Unless you read the title. If you're watching, you know who this gentleman is next to us. And you're wondering right now. 
what bet did he lose <laughs> that he decided to go on cool against? <laughs> the voice you're listening to is one of the voices of the Premier League. It makes me feel just comfortable and warm right? when I hear his voice. His his voice is like a like a hug from a, a British <laughs> dad you didn't know you had. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Robbie Musto, everybody. Thank you very much. Very nice of you. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. I'm sorry to be the, the first voice you hear in the mornings, probably. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm sorry about that. No, that's the main thing. I've I've uh, upgraded from Saturday morning cartoons to yeah. to you, uh, Rebecca, and you know, and, and, and Tim and Robbie. Yeah. And Tim oh, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Not quite yeah, as funny, I, I hope. Could one of you who you know, talk like a ninja turtle. I think that would help, that would help Christian out with the transition. <laughs> uh, but Robbie, thank you so much for joining us. This is uh, great. I mean, we've uh, we've gotten to know each other uh, a lot, especially uh, working together on the on the Premier League Fan Fest, and that's been uh, quite uh, the experience. So I'll, I'll, that's my first question. What's it like? to work with the Cooligans on a professional level. Everybody <laughs> wants to know. They and then once you answer this, you're free to go. It's, <laughs> <good>. uh, <laughs> it's been great. It's been good. I mean, it's uh, it's an important part of what we do. As long as you don't give me stick okay. from, with your banter, I'm okay with it. If All you right. start picking on me, then there's going to be a problem. Don't even start on Rebecca. Don't yeah. try and get, no, funny. Wouldn't, we don't wouldn't get funny with her. No. Funny enough, you're like not easy to pick on because you're like a likable guy. It's almost anti-American when you think about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When we were preparing, like, you know, we were always trying to find, like, oh, who do we make, not who do we make fun of per se, but, like, how far do we go? We The fan fests are a, you know, we, we can't roast uh, uh, the, the supporters too much because they're, they're there to have yeah. a good time. I was yeah. told to calm so, it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, so who are you going to target? So that's what you're saying. So you, yeah, can't, you can't target them. You can't target us. You, wanna, you, you can kind of play yeah, with you guys. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, more about like um, we can sort of tease the relationship you all have with each other, yeah. sort of different aspects of it. You, each of you individually, it's so wild because the fan fest, you you start to see how much people truly do like wake up with you, and you are so much a part of the, their lives that they really do like love you. You guys have no, like the crowd would turn on us. You guys are like a K-pop group. You know what I mean? Like people go nuts when they see you. Guys. Guys. I know it's, it, it is nuts, and um, and that happens at like five a.m. in the morning wherever we're at because they have to queue to get in really early. Of course, yeah. we queue to get there to rehearse and and, and get the um, the show ready and stuff like that. And they are so fired up at that time in the morning, and, and, and we always go over and and find the queue of people, the line of people, and go over and say hi and thanks for coming out and all that. And it's so lovely, honestly, it is so lovely to go to jump on the stage wherever it is in the country because people are so nice to us and they're so appreciative of what we do. Thanks for coming to our city. We love the Premier League. So it's blimmin', honestly, it's the, it's the probably the nicest things that we do regularly. Get out of the studio, go and meet people because they're so nice to us. Right, who, who right. Doesn't, who doesn't love that? <laughs> now, Christian and I have had the luxury of being in England <clears throat> at a time filming content and meeting fans in England, uh, especially football fans in England. And can you explain to the people listening how different it is to have football fans in America and their reaction to you versus what you might see in England. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't think people oh, really God. understand the, oh, and I want to use the term toxicity. <laughs> uh, make sure every T in there gets, no. gets uh, a, it, a moment. It, well, I mean, first off, it event like the FanFest would never happen in the UK. Right. First off, main reason is that people care so much about their teams and their club and their town and their area that there's nothing that's more important than their team doing well or you speaking well about their club. So first off from us, you hate Man City or wherever it is, we're going to get that from each 
bunch yeah, of yeah. people. <laughs> and if, if there's two teams that are playing each other in a game with, with uh, alcohol involved and stuff, there's no way. Right, there's just right. no way that's going to work because someone's going to say the wrong thing and because they care so much about it, you're going to get trouble. And that's the big difference. So like the origin is they care. It's like it's so important to them. Um, and to bring them with alcohol in the same venue, right, watching right. a game with a banter, <laughs> it's a, it's a with no much. police or stewards. <laughs> yeah. Forget about it. Forget about it. Well, I'm not going to say who, but there was uh, one of the uh, Premier League-related folks uh, who played for a while was there. And there was like a moment where I kind of saw this person looking out into this crowd of people. And if you've never experienced FanFest, Philadelphia <clears throat> in particular, it was oh, like sort so of, many, a, so sort of like a, a square, like a quad, if you will. Mm -hmm. And it was jammed. And every... There was no group of color. Like every person was wearing a different kit. And there was a little bit of sadness in this person's eyes. And I said, hey, man, is everything all right? And they said, yeah, I'm just upset that in the country I'm from, we could never do this. Yeah. They, he's like, there would be blood in the street. They would. They would. <laughs> well, I wonder, yeah. uh, because, you know, we get sort of teased online. Just like if we're, as Americans, just speaking about uh, two Premier League clubs, the comments are usually like, Americans are finally learning about the rest of the world and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But there's something to the what America has brought to to the Premier League and, and brought to football, which is, is it, are we, uh, are we washing it down, the, the incredible passion around it, or are we making it more inclusive, which is how I tend I'll to feel. You, you're making it exciting. And, and what, what we find is that there's new fans, and new fans are full of enthusiasm and excitement. <laughs> And you know, and that's what you're bringing, right? And not bringing any flipping drudgery or miserable <laughs> nature of my team. We're always rubbish right, and right. terrible, and we, he shouldn't play, and he should be fired, and all that. It's a fresh, which is America, isn't it? <laughs> Optimism, it's, it's America. Positive, like, yeah. Optimism yeah. is positive, excited, happy to be there, enjoy the game, enjoy us. There's very little horrible stuff, right? And and. And maybe, you know, the, the longer we do this, and maybe it changes a little bit, where oh, well, Americans love it so much, they start getting a little bit more edgy. Mm -hmm. But right now, we couldn't love it anymore. Yeah. I mean, when uh, when we went to Liverpool, uh, we were filming something with Everton, and the, the really the main comment I got from a lot of people, where they were like, oh, you know, we're wearing an Everton shirt. They're like, you're an Everton fan? They heard my accent. And instead of saying like, oh, thank you for supporting the club, and blah, blah, they were like, why did you do this to yourself? And by the way, <laughs> some of those were Everton <laughs> those fans. Those were Everton fans. A I'm guy sure in a pub goes, Sure. I know you're not a real Everton fan because you're wearing an Everton shirt. <laughs> and he goes, no, I'm an Everton fan. He goes, I'm an Everton fan. Why would, I'm not wearing an Everton shirt. Why would you do this to yeah, yourself? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's that, that's typical. That's typical. And um, But they'll never change. You know, right, he'll right. joke about why you're an Everton fan, but he'll never change. He'll never go to the red side. or yeah. go to a different team. So that's a little bit different too, isn't it? I mean, they, don't, they wouldn't follow players like... If uh, I mean, with some examples like, like high profile players that leave one Premier League club to go to another one, well, fans ain't going to go with him, right? Right, right. I mean, and I don't know that's that, becoming that, common in basketball, it, it's becoming it, common for like American, younger American fans what, to stick they, with their team, no, to be a fan of a player, not a yeah, team. So that's, ne that's never going to yeah, happen, but it's yeah. different, never. right? They're following them on social media, but in England, I can never imagine someone being like. I don't know. I'm a big Soul Campbell fan, so I'm gonna go oh, I'm tired of the Arsenal. Yeah, I would have never. Yeah, happened. that's never gonna happen. That's never gonna happen. No. Well, I mean, I mean uh, you like Richarlison left Everton, and uh, you know is begging to score a goal for Tottenham. Yeah, he's, struggling. he's struggling, struggling a little bit. Yeah. But you know, when he, I think he he scored against Liverpool, 
And then I think the goal got taken back or something like that. But I was just like, yeah, go retire. He had a massive celebration, didn't he? Yeah. I think he's sliding yeah. shirt off Dude, everything. He's taking his shirt off, doing Damn the Damn VAR, VAR again. Uh, oh, no. But yeah, it is uh, uh, fun and remarkable. That I think that's the, um, you know, uh, one of the things when we were um, hanging out at FanFest and, and getting to know you, and I think a lot of people don't really know uh, too much about uh, how you got here and your your career and, and your start and your, your playing days. I think there's there's something I, I don't know if it's your your likability, but there I think when I first saw you on uh, on you know on Premier League uh, uh, coverage, I was just like it. I wasn't even sure if you were a former player. You were so like likable and nice. Well, how, how's that? <laughs> that how was that? There's just, that? just something so. Oh, well, you've like, you've heard of Roy Keane, right? <laughs> 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 you, you don't. Carry, I'm the opposite. I'm the opposite of him. <laughs> you don't carry yourself in that way. You have like. You seem like you're enjoying yourself. There's something about it, because when I first started doing TV with ESPN, right, as a producer called Steve Polisi, he's still doing it now, he's a brilliant, brilliant guy. And I first started doing TV shows and stuff where I got to find the cameras and which camera am I looking at and all this kind of stuff. And he's talking to me in my ear. I, I literally went home in my car and I phoned Steve and I say, I can't stand this, I hate TV, you know. Uh, I'm struggling, I don't know where to look. I got to try and, because you had to take the question from, from Derek Ray or wherever it was, asking the questions back then. And then look into a camera, and then the timing, I had to bring it back to them to finish up the answer. And I, I struggled. And he, I, I, talk, I tell that story because he said to me, you're doing fine. You come across as a likable guy. Okay. So I don't know. So that's one thing that kept me going. <laughs> I'm happy, and I'm happy yeah. you picked up yeah. on it as well. Because I struggle with everything else. I mean, like anything else, it, it is reps. So the more I did it, the more I got used to it, and time and time and time and time, I'm more comfortable. Um, but that's one thing that they, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. But I did play, honestly. You did, you I did, did, I did yeah. play. You did, yeah. We have, your, career. <laughs> we have your career up here. You, at, at Oxford. Uh, Start at Oxford. That's my, that's my team. If, if, if you ask me who I'm a fan of, it would be Oxford United. And I'm a terrible fan because I don't, know, I don't follow them because my head's in Premier League all the time. But that's where I fell in love with the game, by, by going with my brother to watch Oxford United in a, in a little tiny little stadium, really, in a team that was in the third tier at the time, and watch those guys pinging the ball around the field. I was like, wow. Were they, ping, were they pinging though? They were, were they, they, pinging? they were pinging. They weren't <laughs> pinging and chasing. Yeah, a lot of mud getting kicked up. Lot of mud, lot of mud, getting off the ground. Yeah. So that's where it started for me. So I ended up playing for them. Yeah. So I, I was a late, I was a late developer in that sense. I was a kid at high school that nobody thought was going to be a player. There was like four or five that were going to be pros. I wasn't one of those, but I just grew up late and I and I got recognised to go and try out for Oxford United, and that's where it started. And I played for them for four years, which was great. And then I got transferred to Middlesbrough in the northeast of the country. And I'll be honest with you, Middlesbrough, I, I had no idea. I honestly thought it was in the middle of the country. It was called Middlesbrough. It's called Middlesbrough. It's Middlesbrough. So yeah. I thought that, but no, it's not. It's set up in yeah. the northeast, which is a long way away from home. Uh, is and it that's close really. To, is it close to Newcastle? Another, Newcastle. Newcastle, okay. yeah, Sunderland, Middlesbrough. It's that, it's that northeast. Really great place to play football, right. but a long way away from home as a 21 year old. But it, it, was, it was absolutely fine. And that's kind of where I did my work, really. I was 12 years there. Promotions, a couple of relegations, uh, cup finals. It was just wonderful, brilliant time. Right. I think we, no, we don't have promotion and relegation here. Oh, you, I, it's I, honestly, it's. I feel so strongly that that would make Major League Soccer and the whole, if there was going to be a pyramid, it would make it so much fun to watch. Actually, Apple just shut our 
broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't have a podcast. Is that the wrong thing? No, Sorry, no, is that no, the wrong no, thing? No, no, please. <laughs> no, no, please. Talk about Leo, it. Leo, no, mess. No. Security guard comes in, chokes out Robbie, <laughs> pulls him out. Robbie Earl sitting in the seat now. He's like, I hate it. I hate promotional relegation. We're good. Bye. No, we, we all have cigars. We're like, yes. No, of course we do, Robbie. too. We're just counting money. Robbie must have never heard of him. Uh, must not be that important, am I right? I uh, no, I, we agree with you. We've talked about it on the show yeah, many times yeah, 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 yeah. before. But mm. I think for the fans who've never experienced it, from a player's perspective, you get relegated. Your club gets relegated. <clears throat> the next day you wake up. How's that feel? Awful. Your contract's going to change. Um, you're not sure whether they're going to sell a lot of players because the money because they need to to trim the squad. Um, um, but for me, it was okay. Here we go again. Then you know we, we go again in the league below. So I, our situation, we had some big time players at that point. We got relegated with a points deduction, which was so I won't take that on my resume because we got we, right. we, we did something wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's relevant the, the to everything. Yeah. Right yeah. 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 Please write that down. He's, like, write if that if down. He's like, if we had a better lawyer, <laughs> that's, right. that's, ex- that's, that's literally right. <laughs> right. We had three points. We didn't show up for a game. Premier League, the, the Middlesbrough. We didn't show up for a game in in the mid nineties or whatever, because uh, we had an injury and an illness breakout and we can't field a team Premier League. Right. Oh, okay, yeah. And, I, and they say they got assurances it's okay. So we didn't show up at the game, Blackburn away. And then the Premier League then after was like, well, you shouldn't have done that. You broke rules, three points deducted. Wow. And we had a, we was having a struggle all over the season anyway. Yeah. Saying that we reached two cup finals, which was random, weird. League cup final and FA cup final in the same year and we got relegated. Anyway. We got a big QC in terms of the lawyer, thinking we're gonna get the points back, it's gonna take us away from the relegation zone. Well, we lost the we lost the appeal. Three points stuck. We got relegated by two points. Oh, brutal. Wow. So that's not I had nothing to do with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had nothing to do with me. So I don't <laughs> I, I put don't in take the tackle it. to <laughs> yeah, yeah. maintain I know, those that's points. Not me. But anyway. You're at the market being like, don't boo me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The manager <laughs> yeah. and the chief executive. But we but we bounced back. So back to your point, the question. You got to get on with it. Some we had Janino, we had some uh, some fancy big time players that left because we got relegated, and the, you know the the the, the, the steady Eddie's. Per Mercano, per, G- G- yeah, 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 yeah. Janino was our best ever player. Dead ball, at Middlesbrough. dead ball specialist. Amazing, yeah, little dude. I mean, honestly, he's as tall as this <laughs> table. Really, I'm not joking. Well, I am joking, but he's, he's so small you wouldn't believe it. But literally, his legs were like that. He had little legs. Might be the he? greatest dead ball specialist oh, of all time. He was brilliant. He was brilliant. And and sadly, Olympic he left. Leon, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, wasn't it? No, no, it was. Well, there's so many Janinos, by the way. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he went to Atletico Madrid after us. But he became a legend at uh, Olympic. No, no, no. We're talking about the same one. No, it's a different one. Oh, okay. I yeah. think it's a different one. There, there was a and LA Galaxy Galaxy Janinos Janinos. good at free kicks as well. Yeah. So I think there's two Janinos that are good at free kicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're the little dude. But what I'm it. talking about, I think, went no, six it's a different one. Red Bull. It's crazy how many Janinos <laughs> Yeah, that's not, yeah. But uh, not, that's not our... But okay. that's incredible. Yeah, I think people don't realize <laughs> that we were, talking to, we were talking to a player that was in MLS and then moved to the Mexican League. And he was talking about how after a loss... He was like all sad, and then yep. you know, he had played in MLS. Him, yeah. So then he was like, I'm going to go to a restaurant. And he went to a restaurant, and when he came back, we were like, you left? He's like, yeah. And the other players were like, don't leave yeah, after yeah, you lose. <laughs> you cannot leave your home. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I can't yeah, imagine yeah. what yeah. after getting relegated that might be like, especially in the town where everyone but it, it, the, the whole town is, is depressed. It's, it, it affects the whole town massively. Yeah. And everyone's miserable, but they all pull together because that's what English fans do. I mean, they and this goes back to the 
you know, the Everton fan who's fed up and why are you supporting my club? Because it's a grind of a, yeah. to be a fan of, particularly of a club that goes up and down, you get excited, you're back in the Premier League and then all of a sudden, whatever happens, the team's not very good. The Premier League's kind of hard to stay into. It's, yeah. it's kind of good. So then you just, you rally again and you go again. And we went straight back up again. Yeah, yeah. So small clubs good. are struggling it's to stay good. in the cool. Premier League, right? You so look difficult. at Sheffield United or Manchester United. Yeah, Burnley really and all these new guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, uh, yeah. got, you got to toss them yeah. some support. Uh, they know, need it. They should get, I don't know, maybe some help. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you, uh, I loved your uh, sort of breakdown of uh, on this weekend about Everton and their uh, possible 12-point oh. deduction. It's, yeah. it, it's, because you, cause you know now why, because I, I've been there Yeah, with point deduction. So it was very uh, sincere, uh, and and this, was it just Robbie with some crying? Well, lawyer, uh, Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> lawyer, <laughs> Robbie. I've been here, kid. <laughs> Get a mob lawyer. Get someone who's gonna defend you. <laughs> so uh, we we were sort of making jokes about it, and I'm trying to have uh, you know some of, uh, you know make it a little bit lighthearted, but it is you know Everton. I I think the, the the win against West Ham probably had a little bit something to do with this all this news, right? There is yeah. a, a, a definitely a fear. That that this could happen, but this idea that the Premier League, like I, I mean, I, I say this all the time. I'm in this Everton group chat of all it's all comedians in Liverpool that are all oh, Everton wow. fans, right? I, and I got into it somehow. Wow. It's just like, that's crazy. It, so I'm, I, I get like this. By the way, like three days into the group chat, he's like, I get a feeling that they all hate Everton. <laughs> <laughs> There's such negativity I around it. I don't know if they love Everton more than they hate Liverpool. That's kind of yeah. the, the sense I get, but. The, the, the a lot of it is they, they they sort of call out the hypocrisy of of the, essentially kind of implying that the this penalty would be way way too harsh and would would that they're trying to they're claiming that 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 the Premier League is trying to set an example uh, of this club by by, <laughs> by I don't know whatever they did with uh, coming down real harsh lo on them. losses or whatever but and and not you know, going at Manchester City the way, uh, you know, with all these charges. Like, is it is it si as simple as that, that yeah. they, they need to word things differently? Like, a, a, if a, a better lawyer can explain themselves a little bit better that they could get away from uh, uh, such a harsh penalty? Or is it is it is this the future of of of, of how the Premier League is going to be policed and yeah. and uh, and the records are going to be kept and things like that? Uh, uh, that's more likely, more accurate. They're very, 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 very different cases, Man City. So I think these um, sustainability and whatever the, rule, the the name of it all Financial is. Financial fair play. Uh, the whole idea, yeah, but they got the it's Premier League got their own Profitability name. and profitability, sustainability, yeah. yeah. So, Ugh. I mean, I, without bringing the podcast right. down, <laughs> three years you're allowed to lose 100 million, 105 million pounds. They've lost 370 million pounds. So they're way off of that. So it's a three-year, it, it's by kind of hair. like, yeah, by, yeah. So that, that's, a, a, that's a, a very simple case. Here it is, here's what they've done. They can try and mitigate that. Well, we had COVID and everything else, which they're going to fight that. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's theirs. Man City's is over like a flipping 10-year period. And it's not complying with rules and very different um, rule-breaking they've done, you know, more serious, like potentially more serious, right, right. like alleged and all that kind of stuff that we have to say. But it's very different to oh this is our this is our policy and we're going to check on everybody now oh Everton you're way off like this is not good this is this is why these rules are in place yeah. um, <clears throat> so I think that's why it's a different case it really is kind of different but it's the first thing that people social media are like what about Man City what are they, how are they getting away with it and we don't even we've got no idea when that's going to get pushed through which is incredibly annoying because we all want to enjoy City for what they've done. 
But if they broke the rules way back, I think it was up to 2018, was it like a 10-year period or something? Yeah, All yeah. sorts of different things. Paying coaches to be, a, to be um, consultants for other businesses and all these weird things that they've been, and not giving the, the, the data for the, you know, and not complying. So it's complicated, they'll fight it. They got a lot of money. So they're gonna get very expensive lawyers or whatever to, to try and help them. <laughs> and this Everton case, I think it's just a, it's so different. Okay, it's the three year, this is the, the three year profit thing and you're way out. So, you, so I understand the yeah. Premier League sort of like, this is, what, this is what these rules are here for. We don't want clubs going crazy. Now, the strange thing was, and did I say it on air? I think I might have said it at the weekend, is that you wouldn't expect a team to be near the relegation zone if they've spent, irris spent yeah. irresponsibly. Everything has spent so much money. It's amazing. You've spent so much, so badly, that you're now, you've broke the rules and you, you, you're, you're worse off given that. I mean, yeah. that's incredible. That's if tough you, to do. If that's you showed someone a, a, an Everton match who knows nothing about the Premier League and you said, these guys broke a rule... <laughs> And they, I think it would give yeah, they them spent too much money. Tries. <laughs> spent Fifty too tries much. before they figure out that they spent too much money. This seems, seems like they. Yeah. The rule is they didn't spend enough. They didn't hit the minimum. You know. That's, well, that's, they, the players need more money. Those, you've seen those eleven. They need more money <laughs> to be more motivated yeah, yeah. to succeed for the club. You should have paid them in jewels, man. <laughs> I, it, I, I, I just, I wish the Premier League would be like. I feel bad for Everton. Just yeah. let it. We'll let it slide. But no, I mean, obviously that, that's not realistic. But it's so bad. We're giving you twelve points. Just, <laughs> Can you try to stay up? <laughs> look, it, it, it just highlights just um, the 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 issue. The, I don't know. Nathan, the the risk involved in in just being in the Premier League. It, right? He's fired up about this. Right. He's fired up. Yeah. He's it fired just, about it. This it, is what he's saying in the group chat. But, this is the voice <laughs> he leaves on the but WhatsApp. But year after year, as more and more money is involved in the Premier League, right. it, it is it is the, the, the margins of error get smaller and well, smaller. Well, it's catastrophic to not be in the Premier League because of how much money you get just right. being in the Premier League. So it, it's, it's just feeling like, um, you know, we don't... I mean, it, look, it happens in, in, in the U.S. very often where clubs... Fold. And, and it's happened, obviously, uh, um, all, it happens all over the world. Yep. But it's we understand in, in the U.S. it happens because, you know, if you're not in Major League Soccer, um, you know, you're not bringing in as much revenue. It's difficult to, to, to grow. TV revenue. TV yeah. revenue, the whole thing. And um, it, so it, it, that's why the Premier League has the rules to begin with, so that teams don't overspend, put themselves in bad financial so, so, situations. So exactly right. That's why the rules are there for. Yeah. So what's your point? So the, the point is just that, because, what a great question. <laughs> <laughs> because so the, the, the new stadium, point? I mean, they're trying to get this extra financing from this 777 investment right, right, fund, right? right. They will be welcoming if, if, Darby County into that stadium. <laughs> the, point, wow. the point I'm wow. making is that it's, yeah. ha it's harder and harder to be like, uh, uh, to run a club incompetently. You know what I mean? Like it, you can't, I mean, maybe 10, 15 years ago was a little bit easier. Maybe there wasn't as much oversight. Are you suggesting that there's no way to stay in the Premier League following the rules? No, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. Oh. I'm saying You're saying it's hard to break those rules? I'm saying, uh, yes. I, well, it seems like it's harder now to break the rules than it was uh, in the past. I'm completely speculating by saying that, but it just seems like to to break such an egregious error where it's like, hey, you can only uh, uh, file for like a hundred and five yeah. million dollar loss, and it's like three hundred. It's very difficult to explain that, and I think maybe the people running Everton thought that they could. Yeah, or well, it's Mashiri, isn't it? Right, right. Mashiri, and 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 in some ways, like Everton fans, this is great. Like, spend all this money. And yet, he, but that's that's breaking the rules, and and that's now why they're, they're in big trouble. And and it's tough to spend that much money and be so poor. 
Yeah, <laughs> really. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. But but I got but, friends that do it. The, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but if it's, they, but, but because the um, Usmanov, the the Russian money that got he got what's the word? Remember they all got sanctioned or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, ever, they, they were in. My understanding was that they need this investment badly. Yeah. So this is the reason why that the, the rules exist because if some guy comes in and spends a load of money, then blows all his money, they're terrible or whatever, and then he's he's caught on the the borrowed money or whatever it is, the club could be in jeopardy. Yeah. And that's why the rule's there. Now, I don't think Everton would ever be because they're such a big club and a big name and someone's always going to want to invest, but you don't know. Yeah, yeah. They and are. they've got a stadium, they're halfway built, they can't finish it off apparently without some investment. So the, the rule's there for, for, for the reason of trying to protect the football club of some guy coming in, some idiot coming in and spending money or, and, and then they've got big debts and then he goes away right, and the right. club are in big trouble. So help us bridge the gap. Let us understand the idea that the British public has with what owning a club is like. Because for Americans, the owner, there's, a, there's something that somebody mentioned which I thought was really intriguing, that when an American team wins a championship, we will typically call it a world championship because we don't care about the rest <laughs> of the, the planet. Yeah. But uh, like say baseball, you win the World Series, yeah, yeah. the owner is handed the trophy first yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it hands yeah, the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. In England, the owner's up in the, in the oh, box. Yeah, 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 yeah. The owner is separate from the team. <laughs> yeah, almost so always different. hated. So different. But the idea that an owner, to us, this is so, I know. we don't get it. The idea that an owner, <clears throat> it's almost bad if you've made a profit. Oh, don't. You can't make a profit. <laughs> you can't take any money out of the club. But here's the thing. How, why would anybody buy a club if you're, if you're just going to lose money? Well. Or spend your yeah, money. Can, I just can't don't it understand. be like a, a good business investment right? at right? all? You know no, it mean? cannot. It cannot. It cannot. Interesting. You no. don't want it to be. Or well, you suggest that, it a, the, the, are you the, saying theoretically it can't, or you're saying I, I, no, it well, goes I, against I, I, the I'll tell, you, I'll tell you who's making a lot of money and, and have taken money out. So I say you can't take money out, but, but you can, and, and people have. The Glazers of Manchester United. Yeah, yeah. Which they've is taken, where I was going next, but go ahead. <laughs> but, no, but they, they've taken Manchester money United out. Manchester United, their debit card. And they're going they're <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to sell that club. Well, they're not going to sell it, but, they, but the valuation of six or seven billion, I don't even know if it's pounds or dollars, I don't really care. Yeah. Pounds, yeah. But it's like, they bought it for way, so, so they are going to make a lot of money, but there isn't many of those, and they're hated. Yeah. Because they, anytime they take out these big dividends, the fans are going are gonna to demand you put it into the squad because they're there and we're not the very best. Unless you're the very best of the very best, maybe the fans will be okay with the owners making some profit on it. It's just, it's just not. I always say to people that, that some, you know, about buying a, a football club in England, you, you're not going to make any money. You know that. You just know that. You won't be allowed to make any money because the fans will always want players and they'll always, you know, yeah. it's just, it's, it, you know, I think about Randy Lerner that went into Aston Villa. There's, 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 there's more examples of Americans coming into to Premier League football and having a terrible experience. The guy Ellis at uh, Sunderland. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna, you are gonna lose money. So why, why would anyone do this? It's just, I don't know. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I got no water. I know. Well, if you want to be the man at a club, and in it, and but oft, every owner's hated. What oft, owners love? Well, the the local guy. So my club, um, Middlesbrough. The owner, Steve Gibson, is a local business guy. And that's why they're in and he, uh, the and Premier League. <laughs> yeah, well. You either need so oil he, money or an American well, who that's wants hard to bleed your club <laughs> so, but, but, but if you Those are the two options you have. <laughs> yeah, the poor, the poor local guy that just wants to see his club. That's back to your, you know, like, why do they do it? Well, if, if you've got that amount of money and you're, you've been in Middlesbrough for all your life and you're Steve Gibson, I want to own the club. 
and I'll put all my profit for my business and I'll lose that profit in my football club. So that's how that kind of works. But now the Premier League high returns of that and the oil money. But you money, understand how I that's not no... sustainable. To ask more and more <coughs> millionaires and billionaires at this point to continue to lose their money so that you could celebrate. You understand? Yeah, I, I know, just I, I know. Maybe, maybe in England that's just understood. Hey, if I got all that money, I could lose it all in this club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's okay. I just don't understand why fans expect that. Which brings me to... New, uh, Newcastle. I'm oh, sorry. It brings me to... No, they're, they're just fine. Uh, it brings me to <laughs> Manchester United. Okay. Just... I don't even care about the owners. Just the product on the pitch that we've seen week in and week out. The, the, the disdain. The, the, lack of, the, the lack of Old Trafford being a fortress. Bro, when you played in this league, mm. in the early aughts, they were well. this monolith that couldn't be beat, mainly because the refs would give them as much time as they wanted after the match. <laughs> but after the 90s. But dog, talk about... Just the juxtaposition of what you used to witness firsthand and what we're seeing today. Well, first off, I mean, that team that I played against in the 90s, Ferguson's, Beckham, Giggs, Scholes, Keane, that kind of, you know, Stam, that uh, Schmeichel, I mean, just standing in the tunnel looking at these guys. And by the way, I, I just felt towards the end of my career, players were getting taller. Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. The size of these guys. Yeah. So that, that Next team... to Juninho, you're like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, Juninho, stand up on your tippy toe. I'm trying to intimidate these guys. <laughs> so that, that those days were amazing days. And, and they, for us, or for, for mid-level teams and below, it's a special day to go to Old Trafford. But um, and actually, it's randomly, I'm pleased you asked about you it. Win. Because we actually did win there a few times, actually, randomly. We were That'd the last nice. team to beat uh, Man United when they won the treble in 99. Oh, wow. Random, fun fact for you. Yeah, so they were the last yeah, team to be at Old Trafford. Uh, and, and that was a day where the, all their players surrounded Durso, the referee, and they got in big trouble because he gave us a penalty and Roy Keane's next popping out <laughs> to try and kill the referee. Um, but anyway, so amazing, amazing. So Alex Ferguson's was, you know, you'd see him come out of the, uh, the tunnel, you know, and he's, you know, it, it was a thing. It, it was a, via, a feeling of, wow, this is, this is it for English football, really. Um, now, <clears throat> <laughs> Where do I start? Well, um, you look like Eric Ten Hag. On well, the I, right <laughs> uh, yeah, tactic, tactic. Yeah. Um, well, it, 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 it starts from the very top. It starts from the ownership, doesn't it? So I've said on air that the, the, the this, it wants ripping up. Is this not just the safest thing for an English person or someone with an English accent <laughs> to say? <laughs> like you're not going to get lambasted in the in the comments if you say it's the ownership. Oh, but. Um, what for me to say that? Yeah. You mean? Yeah, but that's I feel that's the that's the truth. Yeah. I feel that's the truth. It's the ownership. Well because the owners make the selections beneath them. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the owners recruit the CEO, the directors that, that are gonna organize the stuff. My 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 thought is owner, you should have a, a director of, of, of the sporting side, the football side, and the commercial side. Ed Woodward is brilliant commercially. Banker. And, and yeah. And yet he was doing the football side. Doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. Though. Doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's like I mean, if I was... Recruitment. If, recruitment. if you show up to a nutritionist and you got me sitting there <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Robbie, yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah. make yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I, think, I think we got a mistake. I think this guy's supposed to fill the vending machine. <laughs> that the, that's the Woodward in the football league. <laughs> so, that, so, that, so there's been that. And then they gave that responsibility to, to a guy called John Murta, who's a inexperienced director of football. Um... So, so the football side of it, so the recruitment has been awful for many, many seasons. 
You can go back, and I, and I haven't got my list here now, but the most expensive signings of Manchester United over the last decade, you go through that list. It's, it's, a, it's a shocking list. It's like Bob Pogba. Yeah, yeah, you got uh, Maguire was there. Sancho, Anthony's there. Obviously. Sancho's there. You go back further than that. There's other players that I can't think of right now. Um, one, uh, Sebastian Varane was, a, was an expensive yeah, yeah. signing. So, so, pl so players that haven't really done it, but, but more like in this last decade, I suppose, the recruitment's been, been, been the worst part. And, you know, who's, who's hiring the CEO or the director of football? It's the owner, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So unless you get an owner that really wants to win, then I think, uh, what, uh, you know, again, this is maybe it's unfair, but the, the ownership, the Glazers and stuff, well, how's our profit and loss? Uh, we're doing okay. How's our share price? Okay, where are we in the league? We're Champions League. Oh, that's good. And, and that's it. Now, you get, you get an owner that wants to really, really win, like Abramovich at Chelsea in, in those yeah. years, what? What's the? What, we're not. He's lost five games. Boom. Ne next. We want trophies. We want to win. So I, I have to go to the very top because if they want to win, you, you've hired everybody below you. Get better people, and then that goes down to See, the we need, director of football, the manager, and the players. We need owners that like are obsessed with like football manager. You know, like absolute nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that really like know every in and out. Staying up at night. Like, have you heard about this twelve-year-old in Costa Rica? <laughs> I think we got. A, I think we got one here. <laughs> I think that there's sort of um, a. I, I I feel like as as I've gotten older, you start realizing like that it's like football is like much less mystified in like in lore. And it's like because it was for a while. That's felt, a good point. It felt that way for a long time. Like, like these must be geniuses Sir Alex, making you're like, this wow, oh, what, what, the, the, the recruiters, the top, the well, top. Well, you just, you just like the people who run you, the, the clubs. You, you think it's like they, they have this like passion and vision and whatever. And then it's like you get older and you're like, oh no, these people are just good at their job. They just like knew <laughs> what to focus on. They they adapted with trends and and times changing and stuff like that. And Manchester United feel like a team that are just stuck. Yeah. In as far on a footballing uh, side, they just stuck 15, 20 years ago. So I think so, so. In terms of other end of the scale, right? And these clubs aren't as big. Brighton and, and Brentford, right. right? They got owners that, that that care about it, and they're very smart, and they recruit incredibly well with data and blooming. They've got algorithms, and they got it's Brentford is a completely different animal, though. They got rid of their academy. Yeah, they, they only really have a went. B team with yeah. what seventeen to twenty-one year olds yeah. playing they, there. They, they trust it. their recruitment computer. Mega computer <laughs> to pick out these players from all over the place. We, we'll put the money into that more than developing sure. young kids that very rarely come through. Whatever. Um, Brighton is the is probably the best example of it. Um, so, yeah, I'm not saying United need or should be like that, but please be a little bit more like that. Yeah. Well, there's some joined up thinking and some recruitment policy going on, and 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 I mean, Man City and United fans will hate me for saying it. I mean, they really are aligned. And Pep said it in his press conference before this derby. He said, hey, Man United, when they make some good appointments, you know, like, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but it's like, you know, when they get the right people in place, they'll be back. And they will be. But City have got Bergerstein from Barcelona, director mm -hmm. of football. Then they, they always wanted Pep. They got him, you know, the academy. They, they are all on the same page about how they want to play. The recruitment's really great. I mean, the four signings they brought in this summer, have been, they're, they're all excellent. Yeah. You, you, there's no stories about Man City players flopping. One or two, I think, over like a 10, 20 year period. I mean, it's like Calvin, Calvin Phillips is uh, just. Yeah, there's he's, go. He's there's one. Putting, he's putting, one. <laughs> How can you flop if you don't play? <laughs> think about it. If you don't put your money down on a poker table, you don't lose. It's genius. Yeah. But there aren't many, there aren't many that don't play much. You right, know what right. I mean?
Um, uh, I, I, I do want to ask about this <clears throat> uh, this season and just uh, your initial thoughts. We are 10 uh, matches in. Tottenham are at the top of the table. Incredible. This brilliant is, story. Yeah. That's uh, not going to last. Brilliant story. I, mean, <laughs> I, I think it might. Well, that stopped you. That stopped you. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I well, mean, let me just, uh, you remember playing through the winter. The Premier League doesn't stop. You guys yeah. are Boxing Day, Cardboard Day. Yeah, but what, 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 what haven't they got? They haven't got... Boxing Day, couple, couple <laughs> boxes. No, no, They've got uh, European football. They're at the League Cup. They're weekend to weekend. Yeah, yeah this but one, you this know one what else? They don't have anyone past the first eleven. What happens when Afcon? When they have got some. They've got, they got a few. They got a few. They got Benton Course coming back from injury. Okay. Rodrigo Benton Course midfield players very very good. Uh, All right. That's why I have my notes. That's why I have my notes. I got it. But no, they got. But anyway, listen. If, if everybody stays fit, which is a massive if, right? They got a few people to come in to support. They got no midweeks. They can. Uh, rest, recover, plan, prepare for every Premier League game really well. And uh, why not stay there for, for, for a considerable period of time? How about stay there for 250 days and then watch City take it over? As an Arsenal <laughs> yeah. I had to watch that. I mean, it would be uh, quite... I mean, if Tottenham <clears throat> managed to, to pull this off and actually uh, be at the top of the table at the end of the season, I mean, what would that... Uh, I, 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 I honestly think a magnetic field won't allow them to <laughs> hold the trophy. <laughs> They'll be like trying to get it. Well, Leicester them. did it. Leicester got it. I mean, it's the same sort of thing, is it? I mean, with even more so Leicester. I mean, I was in a shield like they ain't staying there. There's yeah. no chance they're staying there. And of course, they they went all the way. And and Spurs, you like, could they? Could they? So Pull, go I don't, to, listen, go I don't to the next matches. Go to the next matches because okay. they do have a. I'm not just. They, gonna, had a, they had a fairly easy, I think. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, what's coming up? They have uh, they have Chelsea. That's on Monday. I'm in for that one. That's that's uh, right, yeah, home. We're, look, we're looking at Robbie's work schedule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, Chelsea could be an easy match. Wolves but, beat City, if I'm not mistaken. Wolves are good. Wolves yeah. are all, I, I like Villa, the manager. On the come They're up. really Unai good. Emery They're really good. good. Yeah. City. Yeah, there's tough. a chopping block. West Ham could play it tough. Newcastle, amazing. Nottingham Forest, there's an easy weekend. You know what I mean? No, no disrespect to the American goalkeeper. I mean, that's a pretty tough run-up. I think we'll see who we'll they see are. More. We're going to see more, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll see, I haven't we'll, you loved it? And it'd be nice. Uh, the Arsenal I'm fans. Arsenal are you an Arsenal fan? You're an Arsenal fan? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. That's, that's, why, that's why you... What are you talking about? We've got Arsenal fans in our studio as well, by the way. Our stage manager and our researchers are Arsenal fans. Yeah, are you shocked at how many Arsenal fans are in America? There's a lot of, there's a lot of Arsenal fans, yeah. yeah. Maybe... Yeah. The most that I've that I would say that I've come into contact with or spoke okay. to or whatever, I feel like there's a lot of Liverpool fans. I mean, Man United. I mean, I don't know if it goes how teams are doing, but I mean, there's always a lot of Man United fans. But Arsenal, Liverpool, it seems to be like loads of them. Yeah, I think Arsenal did a good job of reaching out to Americans. But once yeah. I saw Thierry Henry put the socks over the knees, I was done. Uh, right. I was like, that's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Robbie, we have uh, some questions from uh, oh, our supporters, our fans, oh. uh, that have questions for you. Oh, this is a, this is a questions from uh, Gully Squad. Everybody who joins like, our Patreon, they get to ask some questions to our guests. You're very confused by the term Gully Squad. It's like an alleyway squad. <laughs> <laughs> gully is like a... a it's like an old hip-hop term for like being brave. Being we'll tough, being, being gully, being street. So this, this guy, is a tough yeah, guy. Yeah, a gully. No, this is our crew. Our, oh. We would say we were the gulliest show because we would back before when we weren't so brand safe. We would say exactly <laughs> how we felt, okay. but now we are trying to protect our bag. But I love this. Uh, I got a couple questions. Uh, this is from uh, Dave Hageman. He says, "Rate these Robbies in order from least Robbie to most Robbie." So least to most. Oh, so the parameter is, be is being a Robbie. Yeah. Right. 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 So right. we'll give you a list of Robbies. Oh gosh. Worst to best. Okay. Worst or best. least to most. Okay. Right. Right. So, Robbie Savage. Lowest. 
<laughs> right there. <laughs> Robbie Robertson and Margot Robbie. So Margot, at least Margot Robbie's the top Robbie. <laughs> Top, top Robbie. Okay, and so then Robbie Robertson would be. Who's Robbie Robertson? Who is Robbie Robertson? I'm, you act like I know. I thought I he was know. like a. Is that a singer? Uh, I'm looking this up. Right all right, though, our, our producer is going to confirm. So we because Robertson. Ro yeah, Robbie Robertson, some Canadian musician. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the lead guitarist. I stick him Bob in the middle. I stick. <laughs> I stick him in the middle. Those lead guitarist for Bob Dylan. Dylan. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's good. But I think Margot Robbie probably <laughs> Margot tops Robbie. out. Yeah. Robbie I think even Robbie Robertson would agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Margot takes top. Yeah. And, and Robbie Savage is bottom. Robbie Savage. I played against him, member, and he he was a he was a particularly nasty, mouthy, chopsy Got it. Uh, opponent, and gave me stick for being an old man right then towards the end of my career. You know, yeah. get off here, old man. What are you doing out here, old man? Type of stuff. All right. So that was good. I got fired up and right, whacked him a few times. Actually, <laughs> I think he was the only player, by the way. Uh, in fact, he was the only player, and I had to get calmed down by big old Brian Dean, striker for us. He's the only player, and I don't know whether I should be saying this on a live mic like this, <laughs> that I actually tried to hurt in the tackle. Wow. wow. So that this is, <clears throat> wait, this has come up with, there was somebody else that's, that said this, and it, I mean, I, I look, I, I understand that it's like a, it's a deep, deep, uh, Thing to admit, right? To to say yeah, like, and also it's an unprofessional thing to admit, right? Well, without a doubt. And that's one thing I was. I, w I wasn't a super technical player. I wasn't a Thierry Henry or a Dennis Bergkamp or all those guys. But I was a. I was honest, you know. And I could, I could, I could uh, run. I could, and I was mentally quite tough. That's the only time in nearly twenty years that I was like, any time the ball is, I'm gonna fly in and right, and, right. And just was it just, was he just was, yeah, was all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and he's he, 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 you know he's always playing to the fans and stuff like that. And um, well, yeah, he was a tough. He was a decent player. I got, I got, I got you know, I need to say, but um, yeah, he first, he wound me up. Yeah, a lot. Well, so we, he's bottom. He's bottom <laughs> of Robbie yeah. forever. Well, we know. What, well, I'll tell you this: if I ever if I ever see Margot Robbie, I'll tackle. Her. <laughs> <laughs> Just to kind of even it out. You know I mean? We know what jokes to not make at the next fan fest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure. yeah. Um, okay, this is from uh, Justin Friedberg. He asked a question uh, Who has the best style on the crew? Very good question. Very good question. And I just want to uh, uh, preface it because you, you guys just did a segment I saw on social media where you were judging Tim Howard's well, that outfits. Well, that, that was others. Yeah, that was an idea by others. But yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. did. We did. That wasn't mean spirited. Or no, it was like fun, that. wasn't it? Was it? A, yeah, yeah. I thought Earl was a bit, I thought he was a little bit harsh a couple of times. I thought he was a little <laughs> but, bit harsh. But I can see. In true what, Earl fashion. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to give Tim too much too much stick for his gear. He's, he's pretty well dressed. He, he's yeah, a very well dressed guy. So, I mean, who as far as best. Uh, best style. I mean, it's it's competitive. I, it's I think very amongst competitive. All of, and amongst all of you. before Tim came to our team, I would say Robbie Earl. He's a really stylish guy, yeah. unusual, sharp, sharp. Cares about what he what he looks like. You're really really smart. Got a good eye. He helps me, by the way. I'm, I'm by the way, I'm bottom of the list. I'm okay. bottom of the list. <laughs> and the reason I'm you're bottom the Robbie of the Savage of yeah. this yeah. list. Yeah. The reason I'm bottom of the list is that I'm colorblind. So oh. that I I, 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 I that, that's my get out. I'm yeah, colorblind, yeah. so I, I don't wear the fancy little, what do they call Paisley's that? The, the, no, the, that. The, 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 the pocket square. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because that's another color stuff that I don't want to get into. Yeah. And I have people put my clothes out for my ties, and sometimes I'll go in the makeup room of Rebecca's got her hair in. So you're just like, gray shirt. Is this all right? <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> and I have to ask, sometimes I have Tim and Robbie, like, is this okay? You know, because the, 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 um, 
the wardrobe girl will put stuff in my room. I'm like, is this is this really all right? It looks a bit funny to me, but they'll say if it is or it isn't. Yeah. So that's my excuse for not not being at the top of this list. And Robbie would have been, but I think Tim's this most stylish guy. Rebecca's really like classy and good, and she has her style. But I think Tim, he 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 cares about it a lot, yeah. and I think he looks great. And I I think he's. Yeah, I just, think he would be the winner on that. He looks that. so good in a suit, it annoys me. Yeah, it's just so perfectly I'm just fitting. Like, is that what a suit's supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think he get, I, he's probably got the most fanciest blimmin' tailor, and he hasn't got yeah. cut to him and all that. Well, I can't, I mean, I'm off the rack. You know, whatever. <laughs> I'm, so I'm like, just like, look at him, I'm like, why is your body so well chiseled? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What Hell, is going on? Yeah. I made the joke once in Premier League Fan Fest, like, if you don't scream, I'm going to, I'm going to, the louder you scream, the closer I'll get to his chin, uh, his uh, calf. I was like, I'll scratch his calf. And I, when I did it, it was like this. Like, <laughs> it was like it made that noise, his calf. I'm like, what? Is he, is he wearing shin guards on the back of his calf right now? And he, but he's like, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, he ain't gonna like that. I don't no, think he's gonna like you too. He knew, like, he heard me, thank God. Uh, right, right. Because I'm like, right. I don't wanna get a heel kick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think Tim wins that. Tim wins yeah. that. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, oh, you know what? Uh, this is my last question, guys, out of curiosity. Your color blindness, did it affect your it did. football in tell, any way? Uh, uh, yeah. Once. And I'll tell you the story if you want. So, Middlesbrough at home versus Liverpool, 90s, Carlsbad green shirt. Remember the, Carls, the, yes, the, the yes. Carlsberg, the beer, the, yeah, the yeah, Carlsberg shirt. That shirt's um, worth a lot of money now. Yeah, they, and that's a big game for us, right? You know, when you're in Middlesbrough and stuff, coming to our stadium, we were red there in green. Paul Gascoigne was in the, play, he was in my, he's in the team instead of me for that particular game. Gaza, you know Gaza. Yeah, like, yeah of course. Crazy. So, I'm on the bench. Gazza does something stupid. He, he tries to knock somebody over the head and breaks his arm or something. He does something like early, like after about 20 minutes. And, and we have Brian Robson, very famous uh, Man United legend, and our manager that time, go and warm up. So I'm warming up and I'm sort of doing my stretches. I'm looking across the pitch. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't really think about it before. When you warm up before the game, you've got tops on and stuff like that. And I'm, and I'm stretching. I'm like, bloody hell. I'm struggling to, I'm struggling to see the difference of the shirt colors wow. here on this red and green, which is the worst for, Colorblind guys, really. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, this is all going through my head really quickly. And of course, the fans are all like, go on, Robbie, go and get him and all that. And there's 35,000 people there. It's a big, big game. So I've got two options, haven't I? I've got two options. Option number one, just get on with it and look at socks or whatever um, and, and risk having a nightmare of a game that might have affected the, the performance. And could, just before I tell you what I did, you know, when you're playing, you are, you are you got little flicks up of looking what's around you in the right. ball. So you you know, I need it to be contrasting strongly, really. So I'm guessing, and I ain't got time to like, oh yeah, yeah, socks. What I ain't got time for that. So they're like, why did he clear the ball right. in the other box? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, it's like the people who look mad at me. I think they're not on my team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> Why the fans? Why are the fans so angry with me? Yeah. What, what do I do wrong? Yeah. So that's one to go on there and try and do it. And the other one to sort of say, I've mean, never said anything to anybody about it, and say to my manager, "Excuse me, but you know, I, I really shouldn't go on the field. I, I'm colorblind, and I'm, I find it difficult to pick up color." So that's it. so one or two. So I went to Brian Robson and said, "I shouldn't go on," and he gave me the biggest bollocking of all time. Vivian Anson, the assistant manager, why are you, so, what, you, you should tell us this. So give me the biggest bollocking of all time in front of the fans. Wow. Go and sit back down on the bench. And a guy called Keith O'Neill came, in in, came in instead and we won the game 1-0. So it all worked out. Wow. But that was my decision. And I think it was the right one. Well, that, Did that, you that, have to explain that afterwards? Yeah. <clears throat> Press conference? Did, no, no, just, just manager. No, okay, no, no, okay. no. They, I, they, I, didn't, I can't remember them picking it up. Wow. But it's the one time... 
because mostly it's like you know it's red and blue or it's white and black black and white stripes or red. so it's very rare but that was a one that Carlsberg green shirt was mm-hmm. a nightmare for me um, and that course I'd only been at home because they play their red when they're, when they're at home but it worked wow. out there, take, that's, that's, that's literally taking one for the team. <laughs> yeah, wow. That is incredible. I, I just want to look at the shirt. Uh, Carlsberg Green, get it on, yeah. It, it's, it's it Carl- would have been mid to late 90s. Carlsberg, the beer. It's Liverpool, Carlsberg Green. Nope, not none of those. Is that green? That is, that is green. green. See, I, see, I can't even tell what color it is. No, that no, is it. That, that's going to be I the, that's What it. do you see? Do you see I gray? See, I see a reddy, greeny, browny color. <laughs> okay. I don't really see a color. I just can't put a name on a color. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I, you asked me. I, That's 1992. Uh, oh, okay. All right. I mean, it, but it was something similar to this. At something least. similar to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. I, I get the idea. All yeah. right. I mean, this is, uh, it, it's fascinating. Can you imagine what sort of player I would have been if I wasn't colorblind? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been fantastic. Oh, dude, I was just saying that before you got <laughs> here. I know. Did you think of that? I'm like, yeah. yeah, he'd be playing in the Saturday League right now. <laughs> it's our video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robbie Musto, this has been an absolute It was honor. fun, man. Thank I love so much. I, I, love feel like, I feel like we got like such a small sliver, man. We yeah, I know, I know, welcome I know. Welcome back I know. anytime. Anytime you're in the city, you're welcome totally. by, by the studio. Uh, uh, everybody, obviously, if, if, if you do not have, you know, see Robbie uh, regularly uh, on weekends, uh, make sure you do that on M- NBC, on USA, on Peacock. And uh, we have for, a little for, podcast and, and, and tune into our little podcast, the Two Robbies podcast, where we go over the weekend storylines not such a funny way but we try and no but i like what i like about it is it's two english voices but you're not you're you're doing it from a much more yeah relaxed and we're relaxed, we're selling it yeah, we're just going back like, and forth it feels a bit more positive it feels like you guys have been influenced by america a little bit yeah, yeah. slightly more optimistic these okay. are the yeah. two robbies are, are two british uncles yeah. okay that, that you guys are just like a part of how i think a lot of americans consume the sport and, and have been introduced to and the we're sport. top of your robbies list we will be top oh, of your 100%. robbies list <laughs> yes. above margaret really yeah because remember i tackled her that's <laughs> okay. what knocked her down okay <laughs> She's, I'm not hurting Margot Robbie. Barbie and crutches. Yeah, uh, crutch yeah. Barbie. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Robbie Musso, thank you so much for uh, uh, for joining us. Seriously, You're an absolute enjoyed honor. it. It's a hey, real love honor. Love it. Love you guys. All right, thank you very care, much. Brother. Thank you. Robbie, we've been mustoed. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I don't want. I don't know if I should hug him. I don't know if I should high five him. I don't know if I should move in with him and his lady. Okay. Right? Don't you get that sense, dude? I'm a family member now. I right? want him to make me a cup of tea mm-hmm. and to tell me cool stories. <laughs> and yes. So and we like we just kind of scratched the surface, bro. He comes up on a crazy story without even thinking about it. He's like, "Oh yeah, did I tell you about that time I defused the bomb?" And we're like, "What?" Well, he was like, "It was the 83rd minute." I'm like, "How do you know this during a game, Robbie?" I think this is the plot to Die Hard Three. But yeah. he's like, "Did I ever tell you when I tried to steal the Constitution?" I'm like, "I thought that was you, dude." No, but absolutely amazing. We got to get Robbie back on. Uh, maybe the two Robbies one day. Let's Ooh. get both Robbies. Who knows? Dude. Double the Robbie. Oh, it's in your. <laughs> Church history. <laughs> <laughs> Two Robbies, one pod. Yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, boy. Uh, Man, this coffee stinks. <laughs> <laughs> have got, you ever I'm seen glad it? Robbie left have for this. He didn't have to. He didn't have to have witness you this. Seen it? You know the reference? It's a good bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mike threw his hands up in the air in disgust. Just so you know. I was laughing. It was All good. right. So as a, uh, again, another reminder: we'll be back on Thursday. 
covering all the MLS playoff action uh, of those uh, the first match uh, days for the you know the first round of the playoffs. Tight five making its return. Oh yeah, Thursday. tight five comes back. The fans have spoken. Yes, you love the tight like five. It. We've gotten three, maybe four comments <laughs> in support. <laughs> there we go. People love Type Five, so we're gonna be bringing back on Thursday. So uh, yeah, we just had we had to give uh, Robbie Musto the floor today because it was just uh, such a special uh, and great episode. So he gets the whole thing. Yeah. And by yeah. the way, don't worry about it. The playoffs take like four months to conclude. So, <laughs> okay. But more than enough time. To talk about be, it. By the time the the World Cup is here, the yeah, MLS yeah. playoffs 2023 yeah. will be over. <laughs> Match two is in like ten days. Match three next year. <laughs> Not bad. Okay. Uh, so all right, we'll be back on Thursday, everybody. Y'all the absolute best. Peace. Love you guys.